ladies and gentlemen, every decision that you have made throughout your life has led you to the moment where you are listening to this podcast. You are joined by myself. I am Finch, and this is my most awesomest co-host. Hey, love. Yeah, you know her. You love her. <laughs> We're awesome. Uh, we are back with another episode. Who did we have on this one, Kayla? Because I've already forgotten. <laughs> I didn't because she's so memorable, which you'll be able to hear in a few seconds here. But Brittany, we had on the show, and it was such a pleasure to meet her in WonderCon, which we reminisced a lot about our experiences there. And then, you know, kind of talking a little bit about how she got into the nerdy realm herself and, you know, talking about what the differences she's experienced with different cosplays. Cause she's one of the, the many that we've talked to, but okay. I'm stumbling over my words, but she has done so many cosplays. Like I feel like more than the average, but most of the people we talked to have done quite a bit already as well. So it's really cool to kind of see that she's gone into different I wanted to say departments, but I don't know, genres, I guess. Uh, I need to get out of my admin work at, at my job. Um, but she, um, she's been doing like anime. She does Marvel. She's gotten to superheroes a little bit later in life. Um, and she's really kind of jumping on the, the cosplay train as of more recently. Like her stuff has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We were lucky. We got to meet her at WonderCon this past year. Um, got to hang out at an after party with her. She's so amazing. Um, for all time moving forward, my nickname for her is Boss Bitch. Like that's just simply all there is to it. And that's because she posted a picture in her Instagram stories just the other day of her and her Holocaust play, like taking a chill moment with huge sunglasses on, drinking an iced coffee. And I immediately <laughs> responded to her and I'm like, that is some boss bitch level shit. And she's like, that's my whole goal in life. So I made a meme where it was like that picture and then underneath had like the Xbox achievement, achievement unlocked boss bitch. And she died so hard laughing. So forever, that's just going to be my nickname for her. But uh, she is a really like just great, genuine person. She's so kind, um, hilarious. And just like Kayla said, does some absolutely amazing cosplay. Oh, yeah. And that that cosplay was so good, too. Like she empowered her so well. Um, and I wish I, I can't wait to see that in person one day. And that that was that was actually really phenomenal. The suit and everything looked really good, too. And, you know, there should be more of that. I feel like as cosplayers, I see a little bit on TikTok, but I want to just see people like going shopping in their cosplay or like just living like day of the life of Hella. <laughs> <laughs> I start my morning by wreaking havoc. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I've de- I know myself. Like I've had this whole idea for a long time now of like uh, doing like a stormtrooper cosplay and just like going hanging out in like downtown of the little city that I live in and just pretending like I'm like directing traffic. You know, any police come up, yes. I'll be like, I'll be like, Imperial jurisdiction, move along, locals, move along, move <laughs> along. You know, um, yeah, I'll make a sad video out of it. Like, I want kids to run up to me and start like kicking my shins and stuff and like fuck the empire. You know, that'd be a I'm lot of fun. <laughs> to see that make sure that you have some cameras rolling oh uh, we could we could yeah i'll <laughs> do this like whole like sad like day in the life of and then eventually like at the end i'm like in store we're like sitting on a park bench hanging my head just like all sad and you know and it could be like eeyore be like today i had to get up and today i continue to be a failure yeah <laughs> <laughs> i still can't hit anything you know, I can't hit anything with my blaster. I apparently can't hit it with the ladies. I'm just having no luck. And then I'll like throw like a piece of trash and it like lands perfectly in a trash can and my whole life turns around. Like, yeah, you're just like walking away, like, huh. and then <laughs> <laughs> perfectly. You don't get to witness it. But yeah, yeah no, I think that that would be a phenomenal idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's been a little bit since I think we gave an update on, you know, when it comes to things that we're working on, is there anything, I know you were working on the, the Viking stuff for the Renaissance fair, and I know there's some updates. Do you want to share like who's all coming with what the plans are for that? Yes, I am so excited. So Kayla and I were doing in Minnesota, I believe September 16th and 17th, I believe, um, September 16th, we're doing the uncanny experience, which is an immersive X-Men event in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which we're both very much looking forward to. And then the following day, because it's right there, we are doing um, the Minnesota Ren Fair. As it turns out, just found out a couple days ago, my wife, Jamie, who some of you may follow on Instagram as Kura the Blundering Blunder, is coming along as well. She is beyond excited. She wanted to come, but originally she wasn't going to be able to because she was going to be going to Salem um, with some friends on like this, like, I don't know, this like witch spooky time, whatever. 
Um, but that got moved. So now her weekend's open. So she is coming. She's already working on a cosplay for it. She's so excited about, um, I don't want to say anything because she got mad <laughs> at me a couple weeks ago for posting something on my Instagram story about a cosplay. She was working on it. She's like, I was keeping that a secret. So I'm not going to say what, uh, but yeah, she's coming along. Um, so I think that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And her and Kayla will finally get to meet. They've definitely chatted before text video, that kind of stuff, but this will be the first face-to-face meet. Which I'm excited for. I think we're just going to be, you know, I, I don't get a lot of girl time in, in our round. There's a, it's mostly male dominated, especially the people we talk to, but I do get to talk to some women, but I've never got to really have girl time. And so I'm looking forward to that where I feel like me and her are just going to go off the wall and leave you two hanging behind or you and Brian hanging behind where we're just going to be like, okay, we're going to go do stuff. We're going to play the swords. Bye guys. Save <laughs> 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 a turkey leg for us. So it's the um, Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss. Is that how you pronounce her? Do we know? It looks like I M-A-A-S. Think I think it's Mass or Moss. It, 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 I don't think it matters too much. She's Jewish, I believe. So if that helps with pronunciation, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I will. Um, I'm going to start reading the first one, I guess. I mean, I was, was reading a biography of Alexander Hamilton, but I guess I can put that on pause for a little bit and read this. Um, this is going to take a while. So I would say when you're ready for the commitment, cause the tandem read itself, this is high fantasy. So there's that. Um, but the tandem read itself was 1400 pages and each book is between, I think 400 and 900. Mm-hmm. So well, they're. We'll see how it goes. It's actually, it's not terrible because I know that like purists are going to say this is terrible, but like 90% of the time I read books through audiobook, through Audible, oh, yeah. just because of my job, I'm driving all the time. Um, the first book is 13 hours and the Hamilton biography I was listening to is 33 hours. So, oh, wow. like, so it's not terrible. But the novel that I read before that, which was the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnson was only seven hours. So, you know, I can usually get about an hour, hour and a half in a day. So yeah, 13 hours, probably about two weeks. I'll be able to plow through that bad boy. Okay. Yeah. It's not too bad. The, the narrator from what I've heard is not amazing. So hopefully that doesn't ruin the experience, but it's a start. Yeah. Yeah. So all you book nerds out there, this is uh this is Kayla's current reading. So that should be a new segment on nerdy AF is reading suggestions. Oh Yeah. I, I think that would actually be a, we should do segments, I think. Um, and yes. Yeah, so for everyone who is listening along, you might've heard an awkward cut and that's because I almost unveiled my great plans. And then we realized we couldn't do that. So sorry for the interruption there, but for reading purposes, you should all read Sarah J. Mass. Um, it's, she's the number one bestseller right now. She has really good world building in her books, which is it. So it takes a while to kind of get into, but it's very much worth it. And yeah, we can do a segment. It's like, what is Kayla reading? Because I plan on reading a lot more in the future. I mean, I'm reading a lot more than I do did a year ago. Um, and so any recommendations, I can read them and give suggestions. I've been told that the audiobooks for the Star Wars books are really good um because you even hear like lightsabers in the background and like the mm-hmm. pew 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 yeah. so that i might do via audiobook for that experience but i do tend to be a traditional reader um physical or ebook mm-hmm. yeah it was um that was an experience for me i like obviously anybody who knows me or sees my background knows how much of like an ahsoka tano freak i am um and there was a ahsoka tano novel that came out like five years ago that for whatever reason i never read um and so I'm finally like, okay, I got to do this thing, right? You know, so I, I downloaded it on Audible and went to read it. And I was so ecstatic when I started listening to it to realize that um, Ashley Eckstein, who does the voice of Ahsoka Tano, read the book, which was oh, just shit. like, yeah, that was like a whole nother like, like giddy level of, oh, this is sweet. And yeah, they add lightsaber sounds and, you know, sounds of ships taking off, like to all the different points, kind of give it a little bit more texture and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. A, and I've read other audiobooks where it's just dry, you know, and then you find that a lot with like the nonfiction. Like I read this three book series on the war in the Pacific. And yeah, at that point in time, they're not adding explosions because like, you know, hey, people died. So um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend that one. So that'll be our um, nerdy AF reading suggestion for this episode. The first one is Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss. And I am going to recommend Star Wars Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for anyone who is a big book fan, 
um, you know, feel free, a book fan, a reading fan, and everyone's listening to us. So, and that would include audiobooks. So feel free to, if you're on any social media platforms, leave us a comment or make a reminder to leave us a comment what you recommend for us knowing our preferences. Finch likes those kind of things. I like high fantasy uh, and spicy books. So whatever y'all want to put in there. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> hey, keep life interesting and keep some ideas in the, the chamber. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I don't know. I, I always thought it'd be fun to um, voice like read one of those books for like an audio book. I don't know if I could do the spicy ones because I could be like, you know, and she undid her kimono and her milky white breast birth forward. And I'll be like, guys, are you reading this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mature. Yeah, I'm not mature enough to handle that. I am sorry. <laughs> oh guys, you can't wait. It's going to get really good. <laughs> Why is this not a picture book? What is happening? <laughs> I know a photographer. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like how hard is this? Like how long has photography existed? 1840 somewhere. Come on. Um, <laughs> But we are, as per usual, off on a total tangent. Um, <laughs> but those are definitely our reading suggestions for the week. Uh, we'll let you know if we ever have an audiobook version of Nerdy AF. Um, and <laughs> we'll just go from there. Aren't we already kind of like an audiobook? Yeah, I guess so. It is a pod. Yeah. 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 Even though most of our people, I think, watch us on YouTube. If you're not, you should, because yeah. the idiotic faces we make just makes it like adds so much more texture to the stupidity you're already hearing. Yeah, especially if you watch the last one, if you guys make a drinking game out of it, every time I lick my lips because I was hella dehydrated, it was a lot. And I try to like, when I listen back to this, I try to listen and not watch myself. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I like I was on drugs. She so, was tweaking. <laughs> I, I'm like, now every time I film, which I probably did subconsciously for the whole beginning of this, um, moving forward, I'm going to try to stay hella hydrated and keep some water on me and try to change that habit. So I was like, I hope I don't do that in real life. And even when you took that video of us singing, you can see me go. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm a thirsty bitch. I need, I need some water. <laughs> You live in the sunshine state. You got to hydrate. That's true. And we got so sunburnt. Like, remember how my shins, sorry guys, another tangent, but my shins got so burnt. And yesterday I got to start peeling the skin off and that's two weeks. And I, <laughs> TMI, I peeled off a sheet of skin ah. like that long, which I don't even know. If you're a guy, you could probably say this is 12 inches, but if you're a standard person, <laughs> you could probably say it's five or six <laughs> <laughs> and then uh <laughs> this is why we make it 18 and older folks <laughs> it was i was like damn i got myself toasty so uh just a general reminder as we're we are now in june put your sunscreen on and drink your water because your girl needs to do the same mm -hmm. yeah and you're you know it's funny that we're right on par because i just started that as well the peeling and my shins are so bad right now like I was, we have a brown leather couch, like reclining couch. And I was sitting on it and I got up to go do something. And my wife gets up and she looks and she goes, what is all this crap on the couch? And she's like dusting it off. And I'm like, she's like these kids, I swear to God. And I'm like, I just pointed at my legs and she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. That's me. <laughs> that's my, the, the forbidden Dan or the forbidden Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am molting right now. I am so sorry. I'm coming out of my winter skin. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. It was all around my forehead too. And I would like talk to people at work and they're like, Oh, so you, you got some sun, huh? It's just like, like you just yes, got like dry skin hang on your forehead, like drapes blowing in an open window, like <laughs> <laughs> your skin is hanging off your face right yeah that's um if you ever go on trial for something get a really good sunburn about a week before so when you're on the stand you're just peeling off your face and the jury's so, like so distracted they're not even hearing anything you're saying that's 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 my tag that's my law advice for the week <laughs> i'll keep that in mind that's a that's a good tip but anywho Thank you guys for listening in on the tangent. The The whole pod with Brittany is awaiting us if you guys haven't fast forwarded already to listen to it. So without further ado, let's get nerdy AF.
we were just um we were just talking before this with folks who are watching this on YouTube and check out like the awesome um difference between the three backgrounds of uh, the three faces looking in front of you um and it is because Brittany just moved just moved back yeah. to southern california is that right yes that's correct well technically i'm from northern california so i moved to southern california but i'm back in california cuz i was in washington so mm -hmm. it's kind of a journey <laughs> What um and you you were just um you were just in England for was it London Con is that correct? Oh, I think she she froze. She froze. You're frozen, Brittany. I don't know if you can hear us. What a great way to like freeze it though. She's smiling. <laughs> yeah, when mine freezes, I'm like, <laughs> like fair, I just fair, ate a bad burrito or something. <laughs> I feel like all the the screenshots that you got of me. There oh, we there, go. There we oh. are. Okay. I was trying to type that Finch was frozen for me, and I could still hear you, so it was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, okay. Anyways, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Say I'll edit all that out, or I won't. That'll be just fine. Um, the so you just got back. <laughs> you just got back from London. Were you there for um, London Con? Yeah, I was uh, there for MCM London Comic Con, so it was really fun. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that experience. Was it mostly people for, like native to the area, or was there a lot of people like across, like from America, who was there? Yeah, um, it was mostly I think local people who normally attend the convention were from all over England, some from like Ireland and, and Scotland. Uh, there was a couple of us from the US that all kind of found each other because um, we were like mutuals. So that was kind of fun. Um, I made a joke that like the Americans will always find each other, <laughs> so we did. Uh, but yeah, I think it's mostly like a kind of the San Diego Comic-Con equivalent for uh, for the UK, so. That's pretty dope. That yeah. Really cool. yeah, what was, um what were some highlights of your trip or anything that was actually unexpected that you found to be interesting? uh how many mutuals I actually had like in the UK <laughs> that I ended up meeting uh, there was a couple of times where I was talking to a friend I turned and looked over and we both were like oh my god we know each other and it was a very like wholesome embrace of I never thought I'd meet you in person and that was really cool uh, most of the time I attend conventions for the people anyways for like cosplay and and hang out with friends so that was very exciting to actually get to hang out with people I didn't think I'd ever get to meet in real life. That was probably like my favorite part. Um, I also got recognized by a couple of people, which is always weird to me. I don't ever think of myself as having any semblance of a large following. So when somebody comes up to me, especially in another country, and they're like, oh, I wanted to meet you. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> so um, that was really cool. And I think just getting to like, attend an international convention um especially as i got to go as a creator so we had like a separate entrance and there's like a creator lounge and that was just like a really cool experience because i've never done that before at a con so um I, my eyes were just like wide and looking at everything and and there was a lot to take in but it was really awesome so so was this your first cool. international con that you've been to technically no i <laughs> i went to uh anime revolution in canada once uh like 10 years ago um because i had a friend that i met at a different convention who lived in canada we went to go visit her and then we went to the con so that was technically my first international uh this would be the second it's on our it's on our bucket list it's on our list we're hoping in like two maybe three years we're going to make it to that one in london um it's a hell of a flight did you so did you yeah. was that a direct flight from california did you have it like was. a layover on the east coast oh my god how long of a uh, flight was that it was uh 10 and a half hours bro um, yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> the greatest thing ever though is on the way back i had the whole road to myself so i just laid across all three seats <laughs> for like the entire flight i was like 
thank you for this blanket and this pillow. I'm gonna just lay down. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was just gonna say, so. like, what do you do for that long of a flight, especially if you're next to people? Oh my god, I would go crazy. <laughs> yeah. The so the first flight was overnight, which I highly recommend. So I tried to like sleep for most of the flight, which is still, you know, difficult. I'm very tall. I'm like six feet. So I always try to upgrade my seat if I can. So I have leg room. Otherwise, it would be miserable for me. Um, the guy next to me was really funny. Actually, he was just like, hey, if you got to like climb over me to go to the bathroom, it's all good. Or like <laughs> if I'm snoring, just elbow me. Like, you know, it was it was funny. Um, but yeah, I, I just tried to sleep. And then like you watch movies. <laughs> so many movies. <laughs> Catch up on everything you've been missing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I actually watched uh, Thor Ragnarok because I knew I was cosplaying Hela and I was like, I gotta get into the character. Let me just refresh <laughs> on the movie. Smart. Yeah, it was really good. I missed my girl, so. <laughs> that is crazy. Just last weekend, I had a two hour and 45 minute flight to Tampa and I thought that was torture. <laughs> oh, Kayla, I don't know if I'm going to make it to London, Dude, man. Like I really, really, I... really want to, but geez. When I flew to California, that was five hours and like 20 minutes or something like that. That was that was rough for me. But luckily, like I had Wi-Fi the entire flight. So it went by so much faster. And I was reading. I I think that's when I read the first two books of the series I'm reading right now. And I was able to get through like, I think like 500 or 600 pages there and back, which is actually pretty good for, for me. Um, but oh my God, double that. <laughs> I, I can't see yeah. complaints or anything moving um so I would I would definitely be conscious the whole time Sucks. yeah I think like maybe flying with a buddy I so I flew alone um and I brought I did bring a book and I was like I got a book I got like the movies that I can watch I'll try I brought Z-Quill so I can like actually try to sleep which didn't go very well but I have a hard time sleeping on planes too but I was like I'm gonna try uh, but I think maybe like going with a buddy kind of helps because you can sort of entertain each other uh, in in those long flights. Um, but yeah, it was definitely start out strong. And then in the middle of it, I was like, are we even close? Like, where are we? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, Kayla and I talked about that. If we ever went there, we'd have to like meet up in a city somewhere Courtney. and then fly together. Um, but even then... Kayla, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if we did that, by the time we landed, we'd both be posted on Instagram. Nerdy AF is done. We never want to see each other again. Dead. This thing's oh, over. No. <laughs> you, know, oh, no. you know, I'm going to keep in the peace. I'd be like, you know what? We're just not going to talk for three hours and we're going to have me time <laughs> right next to each other. And right. then we're going to have some foot. Put the headphones in, just like I'll, yes. I'll get back to you in like five hours. <laughs> yes, we love each other, but yeah, yeah I, I feel like that's a lot of that. That's the true test of friendship. Can you guys go not just on a trip, but a 10 hour flight together? That's how you'll know. Yeah, <laughs> the answer is I think it's no. shorter though on the on the east coast you guys i think it's like seven hours or something yeah seven, seven and a half so you, oh. know, you, get, you get a little go from like new york or something and you'll get a, right. a few hours cut off <laughs> right well i guess to fly to new york though would be three two hours two, how i don't know because that would be the flight in general to get there and then from there over yeah. so in in yeah unless there's a direct flight from tampa which i really doubt but you never know who knows? <laughs> but anyway, I feel like we're talking too much about planes, so let's get to the fun stuff. So, um, otherwise, I'm gonna like dread a, a plane ride. But, um, Brittany, to yes. to kind of get us started when it comes to your whole story, like obviously we got to meet you, got to see you in cosplay. So, when it comes from not just WonderCon but your whole experience, what would you say are like some of your favorite cosplays, or you know, what what's the one that resonates the most to you? That is uh, that's a big question because I've done so many. Um, so I I started cosplaying in 2007. Uh, so I've done many. So it's, it's like kind of picking your favorite child a little bit. <laughs> um, I actually way. got into cosplaying superheroes like later, like during the pandemic. I started out doing a lot of like anime and video game cosplays. Uh, I always liked superheroes. I just like. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it just like never, <laughs> never happened for me. I guess. Uh, 
but I think most recently, uh, some of my favorites to do are, um, I do really like being Carter. That's fun. The costume is surprisingly comfortable. It's a little hot just because there's a lot of layers and it's all like long sleeve, but it's, it's always a fun one. I've had like the most wholesome interaction with children in that cosplay. So that kind of makes it all good. Uh, but I also do really like being villains. So I like being like Hella. Um, she's a lot of fun, just like queen energy right there. Also, I love Kate Blanchett, so that probably, yes, <laughs> probably helped. That. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was actually just like rewatching some of Lord of the Rings, so I was like, ah, oh, Kate Blanchett, I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I also really like being She-Ra, um, so like Adora. I don't know if you guys have seen She-Ra, but uh, her character is very similar to me as a person. So I just, every time I'm her, I'm like, ah, it feels like being myself, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, and Black Hat is super fun. Um, I hadn't, act I actually started cosplaying her during the pandemic and I hadn't taken her to like a convention. And so the first time I wore her to a con was this year's WonderCon and I was, I was fun. So I brought her to MCM because I was like, oh, this is so much fun. I like being this character. Uh, so I think those are like my current favorites, but they always kind of change when I like start doing another cosplay. That's fair. Yeah, when you do so many, it's hard to kind of like stay on track. It's more like, what's my favorite in the last few years versus yeah. the whole time. <laughs> like, what's the flavor of the moment? <laughs> Yeah. I feel that. That's why I love cosplaying Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. So I just feel like that's me. Like I watch the show. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my guy. That's my guy. Yes. I <laughs> um, love Stranger Things. The um so as you look at all that, um uh, going back to either childhood or even like early adulthood, what made you want to first start to cosplay to begin with? Um so it's actually kind of a fun story. Um, so my brother and I, brother, I feel like most people don't know that, but um, we kind of grew up watching, you know, like Toonami and all that stuff. So you're like your Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, all that. And there was an anime club at his high school, and there's a convention in Northern California called Fanime. And it was literally like 10 minutes uh, from where we were living and so my brother went in 2006 and came back and was like oh my god you have to go like it's so fun there's you know all this like merch and people dress up I was like what and so that was like my first introduction to like cosplay so I went the next year and we we're like okay if we're gonna go like we have to you know dress up so my first cosplay ever was nominated from Kingdom Hearts 2 because it was very simple. She just wears like a white dress and has a blonde wig. It was like the easiest thing in the world. Um, and I even like sketched things in a sketchbook because she has one. And then uh, we went and we ended up making a bunch of friends at the con who are like around our age. And they were already like into cosplaying and that sort of like instilled the desire to like do more and like uh, do like group cosplays and other series and stuff like that. So that was kind of how it all got started. That's pretty dope. You know, I feel like group cosplays aren't talked about nearly enough. Like you always see the, the group pictures of everyone at the con, but like yeah. when you see a good group cosplay, that shit's legendary. When I was in Orlando, I got to see a huge group of Oompa Loompas and the really funny <laughs> thing was is that they were all like statistically taller than the average person so these people were like six feet tall as Oompa Loompas and I was literally dying that was the best oh thing ever gosh. that's beautiful <laughs> I, that's not where I thought you were going with that but I, I'm glad you went there that was a, that was a great story <laughs> Thank you. it was a great sight I wish I would have gotten better pictures of it but it was it was so funny <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, I'm, a, I'm. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. The uh, group, group cosplay. I just, I love to throw out there. One of my dream cosplays for like ten years has been a character from the X Men named Multiple Man. If anybody out there knows who he is, Jamie Madrix, whose mutant power is, is that if he gets punched, a clone of himself literally pops out of him. And I would love what? to get like five, <laughs> ten guys who all semi look like me to all dress up as that character and just wander around a con and like disperse and then all like meet back up somewhere and then do it again. And I, I think that's going to be a tall order. That might be the hardest cosplay to pull off. That would be so cool. I don't know if you've ever seen Gravity Falls, but there's like an episode where Dipper multiplies himself 
And at WonderCon, I actually saw a group of all the dippers and they had like the different numbered hats that he, he puts on them. And I was like, yes, this is like prime cosplay because it's a little niche, but it's also just like so smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I don't know how that many like people can have that many friends, one, and then also two, <laughs> that they like the same exact thing. <laughs> That sounded so, so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how people can have that many friends. I wish I had that many friends. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> so just like Eeyore over here, like, whoa. Yeah. yeah I wish I had cosplay friends. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I feel you, though. Like, if I'm ever going to pop that cosplay, I guarantee you half of them are going to be male escorts. I just freaking paid. <laughs> like, dude, straight up just. He's like, hey, I said I'd do anything for 150 bucks. Yeah, put this on and follow me around for six hours. Let's go. You know? Or you need to do like hey. a, a Facebook group. Like, you know how everyone went to like to try to like storm like Area 52 or whatever? You could just be like, yeah. I need, I have a request. Please join this group if you're interested. If you look like a general, like a nerd in his 40s with a beard, boom. <laughs> yes, dad bought a must. Let's go. <laughs> you, you probably get. A bunch of people actually i just i feel like some people are into that you know and they're like this sounds bizarre i'm in they could yeah. also want friends and many yeah. <laughs> you can you can connect unite the 40 year old uh nerdy dad bod population just <laughs> with this one cosplay alone oh it's gonna be so epic i'm gonna try and put it together for WonderCon next year i'm just gonna start throwing feelers out there on social media and be like hey who's up buy this coat buy these pair of pants we'll all meet up uh you know and then you'll have to like get to like a month before and start having video chats them individually and you're going to be like you need to cut your hair you grow a beard you eat five more cheeseburgers we're gonna get there folks i guarantee it <laughs> i love i respect I, that i i feel like it could be accomplished I, yeah, and I need you to like film the journey of like yes. how you how you got there because I feel like that's the documentary everyone's gonna want to see. <laughs> yes, and then you have to make T-shirts at the end of it and be like WonderCon 2024. Would it be 2024? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. And then just yeah. a group photo of you guys. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have, name a documentary "Finding Multiple Men." Oh, that could have so many different connotations. Oh God! Oh Whoa. no! <laughs> well, we you know what we'll rework the title we'll uh we'll put a pin in it uh, it's locked in i'm sorry that's where it's going oh, no. <laughs> that, that might help for a, a varied audience right yeah. yeah yeah and then you're gonna see the meme i think i downloaded the wrong multiple men <laughs> yeah. um, perfect for pride month oh no you said um, it not me um so anyway back to our uh regularly scheduled programming uh <laughs> <laughs> what um it, w- it was so cool um this past WonderCon for kayla and i it was our first WonderCon, and we had been nice. so excited to go we didn't think kayla was going to be able to come uh because she had a friend who was getting married that weekend which i think is bullshit like who gets married the weekend of WonderCon? who does that yeah, yeah. That's so rude yeah and the last <laughs> bit of- have fun yeah and then like almost at well, not quite the zero hour they had to change the date of the wedding so i thought i was going to be going solo and then all of a sudden, Kayla was coming. So we got to do our first WonderCon. We got to meet you there, which was awesome. Um, and because I think you, what you said earlier, you nailed it on the head. Like, I found that the people make the cons. Like, the people Absolutely. that you meet there, the people that you get to see there, the people you get to hang out with, the connections that you make, that's what that's what makes the cons worth it. Um, and the many, in and out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and in and out. Uh, how many uh, how many WonderCons do you, do you have under your belt at this point? Um. I've only been twice, actually. Uh, I originally was going to attend in 2020, which obviously got canceled because, you know, a little thing called COVID. Um, and I think that would have been like, that would have been my first one. Um, and that probably would have kicked off, you know, the subsequent years of the of attending. So I, I've only actually been twice. Most of the cons that I've attended we're in Northern California or somehow on the East Coast because I used to go to Katsukon every year and I've been to Holmat and um, I've also been down to SoCal for like Anime Los Angeles and stuff like that, but I never attended WonderCon until 2022. I don't know what year it is, honestly, so I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, 2022 was the first one that I went to. Oh, yeah, that that's awesome. And it's unfortunate that COVID played a role in, you know, missing out on that opportunity, but 
it's from what we've seen, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but WonderCon so far has probably been one of my favorite cons that we've been to, or in my experience, my own attendance, even without Finch, it's been so dope. Yeah, definitely. It is one of my favorites for sure, and I think that's really like what we were talking about earlier, the people. Um, it feels like, honestly, a cosplayers convention, which some of the other larger ones, like San Diego Comic-Con or like your D23 or something I feel like it's more industry um, and a lot of people there for like merch and exclusives and all this stuff but WonderCon feels just like all the cosplayers all want to be there and hang out with each other and that's again my favorite part of the con so I, I really love going there and like seeing all the people I know and just getting to like have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to put it too. I felt the same thing. All the other places I've been to it's more for like the shopping and the merch like you said and there were some like I feel like unless you're in a contest which I had that other experience where I went to Kansas City and I competed in one of the contests it felt like that was more for the cosplayers and that whole vibe everyone was in a room hanging out that was as close as I could get to WonderCon and then but if you don't compete you don't have that experience so I feel like yeah, that what WonderCon had where everyone was just enamored and had that space to be together to just enjoy cosplay, to give compliments or ask questions. I, I wish that more more conventions had that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it feels like a like a cosplay reunion. <laughs> like we all get to see each other and like check in and then you know, ask, how do you do that? Or like, uh, oh, what cosplays are you doing? And some of us like uh me and dark matter cosplay we twinned for two days in a row we were like both zatanna and then we were both carter and it was just like the cutest thing ever we actually have like a video together somebody took of us as both carter and i was like this is the cutest thing like this kind of stuff happens at this con and it's so fun so yeah yeah yeah, you nailed it the um because i i live near chicago and so c2e2 has always been like my home con and that's kind of like a mix. It's like 50-50 cosplay, 50-50 like merchandise mm-hmm. industry stuff. But WonderCon was a totally different vibe. Like it was one, like, yeah, there was the vendor stuff inside, but the action yeah. the whole time we were there was the fountain. Like that whole area, yeah. outside area was around there was where everybody was. Um, and it was it was fantastic. For Kayla and I, it was really freaking cool. Just because we had been doing the podcast, we had been meeting all of these cosplayers via zoom the way we are now and then all of a sudden we're just like there and both of us were like borderline starstruck a couple times like oh my god that so-and-so oh my god that oh my god like you know yeah. we had gotten to be really good friends with like frank frankly built and then get like oh my by the way there he is in person hey what's up man um you know same thing with like kiera um brit all those people and it was like yeah for us like the first wonder was almost overwhelming because there were so many people that were like <laughs> yeah. i'm actually looking forward to the next one so you can actually like not just stand there and just like stare at him like hi it's nice to meet you <laughs> you know yeah. you can actually like relax and have a conversation yeah definitely that i mean that continues to happen to me even though i've i met a good portion of them the year before and then also at LA comic-con because like a lot of the same people attend uh this year I still ended up meeting like way more people that I we were mutuals and we and interacted one of them um, Alyssa we had followed each other for years and we literally like finally met in person we we're just staring at each other like oh my god we like we've talked, we followed each other for a long time and now we're here hanging out. Like, this is so cool. And, um, getting to just like, uh, Namor, which I think he was on one of your lives. Um, we had like met briefly at LACC, but we actually got to like talk and hang out. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. Um, his Ronin and seeing it in person was incredible, but, um, yeah, it, there were so many different cosplayers that I felt like I actually got to spend time with in person, but I, was, I, I get starstruck all the time too. I'm very like socially awkward and I get very like anxious. So when, even when I see someone I know, I'm like, oh my God, it's that person. Like, I don't know if they want to talk to me, but like, they're so cool. <laughs> so I feel that I feel like when we went to do, um, like the, the after party, and after I got a couple of drinks in me, I talked to everybody and I was like doing that. I was like, what's your Instagram? And like for a lot of people, yeah. like Finch is much more well-versed in other people than I am. And I was like, cool, I'll look you up. And it'd be like 52,000 followers. Like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
I mean, like for me, I uh, I always care about the people, you know, more than than the following. But it is kind of crazy when you're you're talking to someone at a bar and you're just having a conversation, and then you do the like, oh, let's exchange Instagrams, and you look on their Instagram and you're like, oh my god, this person has like a hundred thousand followers, and we're just casually yeah, just talking vibing. and geeking out and stuff, which is honestly super cool. I love when people with large followings are really down to earth. It's just always such a great thing to see. So. Uh, but yeah, it's just crazy, especially at the hotel party, um, just getting to relax and hang out with everybody. I felt like I got to kind of talk to people a little bit better and get to know them and stuff. So it was really cool. Yeah. More mm-hmm. comfortable environment, too, when you're not sweating your balls off and stuck yeah. in cosplay. <laughs> yeah, although when you look like half disheveled because you like took off the cosplay, but like some of the makeup's still <laughs> on and your hair's like a mess because you're like, I can't be bothered to do to fix this. It's always it's such a look. <laughs> Yeah, y'all women looked a mess at that thing. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's even funny. Like, I even came away from WonderCon where there were a couple of people who were there who I wanted to meet. And I'm not going to lie. I never did quite, like, work up the courage to, like, go up and, like, say something, oh, you no. know? Um, and one, I don't know if you know Warpath Dylan. Like, he was one of them. Like, yeah. I, I saw him there a couple times. And I'm like, God, he's right there. Like, he should just go say hi. But then what the fuck do you say? Like, hi, I'm Finch. I think you're cool. Like, what do you say <laughs> after that? And he just happened to pop in on one of my live streams, like, a couple weeks ago when I was talking specifically about him. And after that, he's DMing me. He's like, dude, bro, come say hi. Come say hi, man. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what's that? Yeah, so I'm like, so now me and him are buds and we, you know, chat and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an experience. And, but, you know, like I said, I think we're both really looking forward to the next one because then it's a lot more of, like, we can just, like, focus more on hanging out than, like, you know, feeling like our jaws are just going to hit the floor because, oh, my God, so-and-so just walked by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy, too. This is, I think, Brittany, you're the first person that we both collectively had met before we had on the podcast. Otherwise, I think there was one or two people that we had yeah. met individually had on. Or we met afterwards. So that's actually pretty cool that hopefully the tides change where we get to meet a bunch of people, then have them on the show versus like the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel very accomplished that I, I didn't even mean to do that. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, now, you know, that you, now that you guys have been already and stuff, uh, you know, a lot of the same people always attend WonderCon. So it's easy to connect with them. That was very loud. I'm sorry. I don't know if you heard that, but somebody just like slammed something. Um, that almost freaked me out. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of back to what you're saying though, of saying hi to people. I'm the same way, and um, I think we're all socially awkward. So I feel like we all kind of feel that same way. It's just like who's gonna approach like who first? Because once you kind of like cut the tension, and you're like, hey, like I you know, I follow you and I think you're really great. And then most people are like, oh my God, hello. And you know, but we're all like too awkward to say <laughs> hi to each other. And we just sort of do the like admire from afar. Like, oh yeah, the, the cosplay is really good. And we just like, don't actually go up to the person. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything, Kayla, or do you want me to ask the next question? You can. I was just, my stomach was grumbling. It's like, I really hope that they can't hear that. Oh, that's what, that's what that was. I thought you got a cat. Okay. Um, oh God. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't hear anything. Um, so um, I love uh, your Instagram is like amazing. Like just your profile. Oh, no. Like so many of the cool, so many of the cool cosplays you got up there. But one thing that we love to ask people: Do you have um, cosplays that are coming in the future, and even some that like you dream about doing someday? Yes, I have a never-ending list of cosplays. I think all cosplayers do, and it's always uh, growing and changing depending on various circumstances. <laughs> uh, but currently, I am working on uh, Black Vortex Gamora, so from the comics, um, which I'm very excited about because it's a really cool outfit. But I'm going to tell you, finding the right fabric has been a, a struggle. <laughs> um one because like her bodysuit is like a weird shade of green it's like if lime green and like moss green had a child uh so and i need it in a stretch fabric so it's been like a trek and uh for anyone who's like never seen this outfit which you should look it up because it's really cool uh the inside of her cape and part of the lining on her bodysuit is basically it looks like the galaxy um so it's like black with like stars 
Uh, so that's also kind of a challenge to find exactly what that looks like. Uh, and I'm kind of picky about what I'm like envisioning in my head. So that's one that I'm working on. And then the other one is uh, Emma Frost's new Hellfire Gala mm. outfit. So putting mm. that together. I'm very glad that when I moved, I realized I had a bunch of fur fabric that I hadn't used. And I was like, perfect, because she just has a ton of fur like around her cloak. And I'm like, I got it. I got enough fur. I don't have to buy more. <laughs> I was very excited about that because fur is not cheap. So fake no. fur, by the way, just so everybody mm. knows it's all faux. But uh, yeah. those are the two that I'm working on at the moment. Um, so. Yeah, you're not lying. I was at Joanne Fabrics just like a month ago because I'm working on this like um, Viking, like Danish warrior cosplay sort of thing. And I thought, oh, it'd be cool if he had like a pelt over his shoulder, right? You know, and I yeah. like, I don't have a lot of experience looking at fabric. And I'm the Joanne's and just went and looked at a bolt of like the fake fur. And I was like, oh my God, like the price per yard on that was insane. <laughs> I'm like, no, he doesn't need a dead animal on his shoulder. That's okay. He's he yeah. must be a crappy hunter. <laughs> nah. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I try to like, you know, you always try to find like a deal or sale somewhere. Um, I went to the fashion district in LA um, the other day and trying to look and I just, I couldn't find what I was looking for, for the black. And so I started looking online and then I found, uh, there's a website called Spoonflower and they usually have a lot of like hand created prints onto fabric that you can get if you're like looking for something particular. But man, it's so expensive. It's like the one that I found that I wanted, it's like $34 a yard. And I was like, I need like 10 yards of this. So <laughs> I'm like, because uh, the cloak, like the entire inside lining is that. And so uh, I was like, hmm, I'm either going to find something else or I'm going to like make this myself. <laughs> that's so difficult. Yeah. yeah, it's not cheap to be a cosplayer. I've learned that out the very, very hard <laughs> Especially if you fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. I was like, I if I bought this, I'd be like, you cannot fuck this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Or this thing is not getting done. (laughs) Yeah, you're not lying. And sometimes you look at like the prices of um, buying them and you think to yourself, that's a bit on the pricey side. Um, But then you Mm -hmm. factor in how much it would cost if you tried to make it yourself. Yeah. And you're like, you know, the price actually isn't that bad on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I do not make all my cosplays. So I've definitely purchased many of them. And, and some of it is just like, I work full time. And so like, I don't even have the time to like, dedicate all the time to making things. And also, um, my skill level on certain things is not, you know, up here. So I'm like, I'm okay buying this. Like, I'm comfortable with that. Uh, and then I'll be like, oh, it's, it could be cheaper to make this. And then I look, I'm like, it's really not cheaper to make this. But unfortunately, this version of Gamora is no one makes it. I think I've seen maybe one other cosplayer do this version. So uh, I, I definitely have to make it. Like, there's no getting out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel that when I got into 3D printing, um, I was like, I'm going to save a lot of costs when it comes to cosplay, which in general I do with 3D printing. But when it comes to the fabric that it has to adhere to, that's where like the Mm -hmm. expense really accrues. And like sometimes you can get away with going on like cosplay websites where you can buy like the cheaper versions because they might have really good like under body suits. But even then Mm -hmm. you're still usually spending like $100, $150 to discard everything else, but just have like the one piece that you need that's made perfectly. And it's, it can be a hit or miss when it comes to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went that way. I was 100% that way when I did uh, my red guardian cosplay that I wore to WonderCon. Cause when mm-hmm. I first set out, I'm like, I'm going to make this thing. Like I'm going to be a badass cosplayer and I'm going to make this thing. And then after like a week, I'm like, I'm not making this thing. Like there's no way, <laughs> you know, I'll 3D print the helmet and paint it and do all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to the actual suit itself, because it's pleather and it's got so many different sections and different buckles and straps. And I'm like, yeah, I forget which website I went to that I was like 150 bucks. Okay, I can do that. (laughs) You know, that's that's way less stress on me. I've got enough gray in my beard as it is. Yeah, Yeah, I think it really like depends on like the materials you're going to have to work with, too, because I'm not. I'm not super great with like leather work or some like some of the thicker fabrics. So I'm like, if I can avoid doing that, 
I'm gonna do that. Uh, but when it comes to a cosplay where I know no one's made it or no one's going to make it, like the same thing with Emma's Hellfire look, other cosplayers are gonna make it, of course, but no vendor's gonna put that thing together. And it's stupidly intricate, uh, especially because she has crystals like on parts of the outfit that are arrayed like a certain way and I was sitting there just staring at a sleeve of like how am I gonna do this and I'm gonna like I'm gonna have to buy like diamonds like fake diamonds and like break them basically to like shatter it and put it all up the thing and she's got too many x's everywhere like she needs you to know she's an x-men for some reason like eight times over <laughs> and her even just her earrings are like ridiculous but i mean emma's extra so it's very in character for her for sure but you know the cosplayer dilemma of how the fuck am i making this <laughs> So, yeah, and like her suit top, there's not really a pattern that's close to it. So I'm like, we're just going to make this up as we go. (laughs) Creative freedom. That's the great thing about cosplay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep, Yep, absolutely. The um, so we're uh, believe it or not, um, we're actually like starting to get into the range of being towards like near the end of this episode uh but we've got a new thing that we've like wanted to start doing where we kind of like okay do do, like these sort of like fun like rapid fire questions just like off the top of your head kind of thing um kayla you want to go first you want me to um i'll let you go first and i'll follow suit okay favorite superhero dr fate okay what superpower would you like to have teleportation so that would make that 10-hour flight way easier. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the collabs, visiting, I could, like, go have coffee in Italy, like, for in the morning, you know, it'd be great. You could, you could quickly steal that fabric and then just leave. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm not advocating for stealing, but, you know. <laughs> gotta do, gotta do. Yeah. We literally talked about that when I was down in Florida. I'm like, Kayla, if I had Doctor Strange powers, you would get sick of me. Because I just, like... Yeah. <laughs> And like walk into your kitchen, like what's up? <laughs> at least as long as you don't teleport in at like the wrong time. Just... Right. Oh, those are the best times. Like that's socially yeah. awkward. Cool. Yeah. Bye. Just, having a, just having a mental breakdown. You like pop in. You're like, oh, I'll come back. Yeah. He's used to it at this point. I'm just like, call him, call him. Just like, I hurt. Everything hurts. I'm sad. I just shit myself. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, dope. Have you seen my new Funko? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. All right. Next one. Um, Sith or Jedi? Oh, Jedi. Oh, sorry. Okay. I love Qui-Gon Jinn, okay? He's my favorite Jedi, so I can't Fair. say anything. <laughs> Fair. I feel like I I couldn't even choose that. I would have to think on that one. Um, Okay. Craziest con experience. 60 seconds or less. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Craziest con experience. Um, Okay. One time me and my friends, we were at this convention and we decided like 20 minutes before the masquerade was supposed to start that we were going to enter it with a skit. And so we came up with a skit in 10 minutes and we actually won best performance. That was probably, (laughs) that was probably a crazy story it was a good time is there video of this <laughs> absolutely not there's no ah! video evidence <laughs> devastating uh, there used to be we had a video recording of it but we uh we removed it so <laughs> what was the skit about that i gotta know um so we all did uh naruto uh, back in the day and uh, there's a point where like Sasuke goes missing in the series and they're all looking for him and so we did like a looking for Sasuke uh, kind of skit and it just like all the characters got in weird scenarios like trying to find him and that was sort of the premise mm-hmm. that sounds like that would be pretty good yeah. yeah I need to rewatch that <laughs> it's been years Jesus it's yeah it's been a minute since I've seen it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, next up uh, favorite place on earth Oh, Jesus. I want to say Disneyland. Um, Because it's kind of true. So I'm going to say Disneyland. (laughs) Classic. Is that that the one in California? Yes. Yeah. Disneyland. Okay. Yes. I, you know, being in Florida, I should know the difference, but I don't. That's Um, (laughs) funny. I'm I'm getting used to it. Um, Okay. So we talked about the craziest con experience. What about the most cringiest con experience? Oh, gosh. Um... 
you know, back in the day, um, <laughs> when before <laughs> before cosplay is not consent was actually a thing that they like now promote. Um, that was, you know, that was not a thing back then. Um, I just remember I was cosplaying Mephisto from a show called Blue Exorcist, and he he has a beard, um, like a little pointy kind of goatee. And I was in the bathroom and this girl, I was just kind of like fixing my cosplay and this girl comes up to me, does not hesitate and just starts stroking my beard while like telling me I look fantastic in a very creepy whispered tone. Um, and I, it, it just happened so fast that I like couldn't react right away. I was just sort of like, what is happening right now? And and then she just kind of like whispered in my ear, like, you know, you look great and then just kind of slithered out of the bathroom and I was slithered. Just, I, I like, like I just like took a minute and I was like did that just actually happen and my brother was in there too and uh because we were like in this little area to like fix your makeup it's sort of like in between the bathrooms I guess um and he just had like turned in the middle of it and was just like what the fuck just happened I was like I don't know <laughs> it was it was a good time was this a v- oh, I, I admit was it this a female that did this yeah oh man yeah people are different that's like sounds like one of my greatest <laughs> fantasies people like are some different. random woman just come up to me and stroke my beard and be like you look amazing <laughs> like that'd be dope oh, jesus but if she yeah. was in the men's bathroom how would you feel about that i yeah. how many drinks in am i that's that's where we're gonna go um <laughs> listen cosplay is not consent like i was in the time of when we basically created that necessity for that response like the amount of times I've had weird people do things at a con that I was not comfortable with is too many to count so I was definitely a champion for like please don't touch me just because I have a costume on mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that has because I have not playing for very long but I feel fortunate to say which is kind of sad in theory but I have not had any experiences like that so hopefully that means that it is really being preached out there well and people are falling obviously I'm sure that's not 100% but hopefully it keeps up with that trend then because that's just you know when it comes to the really weird like the weirdos out there you don't want anybody feeling like they have any reason to touch you Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it definitely helps having like um, you know, friends who are very like aware too. So like I've definitely been in situations where like I try to be like polite about things and sort of de-escalate a situation. Um, but I've definitely had friends who are like, I will commit a felony for you and they like stepped in and, and stuff. So it, it also helps to have like a group who's like respectful and aware also, just because sometimes in cosplay you're like not really sort of disassociating you're like not really sure what's happening and then you just got uh like at lacc this really drunk guy got my face as carter um and one of our friends sort of like de-escalated the whole thing and and i almost didn't even have time to react so i was like good looking out (laughs) so yeah Yeah, it's nice to have good friends like that Mm -hmm. and it's and it's sad i remember the first time i was at a con and saw that sign that said cosplay is not consent and i remember like at the time seeing it my heart just sank that we even need to have that sign that this even needs yeah. to be like a thing that we need to talk about, like how it's not like, I get the fact that, you know, some cosplays are scantily clad and some of them are very tight fitting and people look amazing in them. However, for anybody to think that a- that's like, Oh, you can just go up to them. Like it's a strip club and slap an ass or something like that. And I've seen it happen at cons and it's unfortunate. And yeah, like one of these days I'm going to end up with cuffs on for it. Not me doing it specifically, but because I'm going to see somebody else do it, I have to clarify that right there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where is, where is this going? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it is. It's really unfortunate that that has to be stated and there has to be signs everywhere. And it's just, you know, it's the small few that ruin it for the rest of us. But uh, but but in a good way, I feel like a lot of cosplayers look out for each other. And, and that's something that I always appreciate. Um you know, I've had people I didn't even know who are like, are you okay? Like, are you comfortable? Like, you know, and, and that's, so there's good ones in there for sure. Good. Well, um, right on the heels of that, the next question is, <laughs> what is the weirdest DM you've ever gotten? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> plenty. <laughs> I, it's a good so one. I, <laughs> So I actively try to avoid looking at my message requests 
for that reason. Um, but I've definitely just, I guess to kind of put them into like a, a group of ones that I've gotten that are very similar, um, just very explicit detail of like what someone would like to do to me. Like, like somebody wrote a novel um, and that was very uncomfortable uh, and um, like kind of funny to read because I was like, this can't, in the sense of it can't be serious. Like I was so uncomfortable. I was kind of like, this can't actually be like a real thing. Um, so I've gotten quite a few of those, um, lots of random like marriage proposals or um, just, you know, what, whatever you can imagine a creepy person might come up with I, i've probably received it in a dm <laughs> wow wow yeah, it's a good it's, it's like the jungle out there yeah you don't know yeah. what you're gonna get i think some people are truly um under the impression sometimes that you are those characters based yeah. on something, or like they have it so deep in a fantasy that all they see you as is that character and like i've you know kind of coming off of the cosplays consent thing like i had a friend who had like a weird interaction and the person okay. kept calling her by the cosplay name um and not like trying to know her real name like so in his head he truly believed that she was this like character or like he was not kind of refraining from that so I feel like a lot of those messages sometimes are just people who get so stuck with that which is a little effed up um like you gotta if, if it's at that point where you're sending messages to random strangers you should probably go seek some help Especially if it's yeah. unconsensual stuff that they're sending you of what they want to do to you. Like, that is effed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it's hard because, like, you know, occasionally there's, like, a, a DM that's, like, a question, you know, which is, so I kind of check it sometimes just because people have asked, like, oh, where did you get this body paint? Or, or, like, I saw you cosplayed this and I was wondering, you know, I have a question about X and stuff. And so, I like, if I see something like that, I try to respond. But the rest of them, I'm just, like, I don't know. It's, like, a big sigh. You're just, like, ah. Okay, yeah. and like you, you see it more than Ted Werns, you just like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, and it's sad that like you just kind of know that comes with the territory. Like that's unfortunate, um, and and I know people who have experienced far worse than I have, and it's just it's kind of sad that that's part of it, um, because I think people just have a really hard time realizing, oh, there's a person behind the cosplay, like celebrities. You know, people just say outrageous things about celebrities and it's, it's very similar because they don't realize oh that's a person you know bes besides being an actor or something so yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's just it for whatever reason it comes with the public sphere of of being a female like period like i have a i have a friend of mine who's a local newscaster and she says the same thing like you'd be surprised mm -hmm. like the, the stuff that ends up in my dms and i i, I have to say like, what kind of crappy game do you have as a guy that you literally think messaging that to a woman, they're going to come back and be like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to hear this. Would you like to have coffee sometime? <laughs> like, I don't know where they think how I that's a step one towards anything. I don't know. I've always wondered that, too. Like, just even, like, other things people have said where I'm like, where where in your mind was your, like, yes this is the one this is it <laughs> like I, i'm just like maybe half a second more to think about your choices might have helped i don't know um maybe it's worked i don't like part of me is like has this worked in the past and and now you're like replicating it or what's going on like i don't know he's <laughs> probably just thinking his head i proofread it three times it is perfect yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a scam there's punctuation we're in <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, does the guy, like, think that it's going to go so smooth that, like, 50 years later, he's going to be telling his grandkids, be like, let me tell you how I met your grandmother. Oh, I my slid into those DMs <laughs> telling her all the things I wanted to do, and it was love at first text. Like, I, yeah. I don't see I read three erotic right novels to prepare. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I read A Court of Thorn and Roses. I know how this works. Like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think it's very similar to like your, you know, cat calling or like revving an engine. It's like, what lady is just sitting there like, ah, oh, I feel it, I feel it down there. I'm so excited. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Yeah. You know, there are some women out there, that's for sure. But like, I wonder if we should try to get like them to meet each other. Like we can file those people in four of them and be like, I know the perfect username that you need to look up and then just transfer. Send so, like, them they on would... their way. Like, yeah. We could, we could be mating. <laughs> <laughs> we could find the weirdos from each category and just be like, here you guys, you guys were made for each other. Dating, nerd, nerdy AF dating. No, <laughs> oh, oh no, we need to do a spinoff podcast called Pathetic AF, and uh, where it'll just be a call in, <laughs> just show. roast these guys, yeah. And we'll be like, okay, so we've got Gabe on the line here, and Gabe would love to DM a woman about how much he wants to beep that beep. Are there any takers out there, ladies? Going in 10, nine, and then you never know, oh. like. Maybe it will be like, yeah, it'll be like this. Uh, Maybe there's someone for them. I don't know. Like, it's yeah. not me, but like, there could be, uh, you know, someone out there. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> I would, I would sign up to roast these people. Um, if that's the kind of justice that we need to deliver onto the world, <laughs> I can help. Oh, Kayla, You're that's like, here's my community service. Yes, <laughs> we need to put it out there to all of the female cosplayers that we know and say, send us your cringiest DMs. And we can like do a whole oh episode gosh. out of it. You could do yeah. a whole like a whole reading. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. there you go. Yeah, and we we can then tag those people who sent them the ones. Be like for anyone who's interested, go to see them. But in the meantime, if you want to enjoy a nice roasting, stay tuned. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. That we're looking at fun. you, Dennis in Missouri. We're looking at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see you, Gabe from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> You're already from Milwaukee. Strike one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and your name is Gabe. And you cosplayed as Diva. Got it. Okay. We're we're not betting a thousand here. <laughs> yeah, we could have a lot of fun with that. I'm I'm totally for it. Nice. <laughs> well, we are um coming up against the hour, right, Finch? We are, we are. All right. We nailed it. We, we did. did. We did an episode. Yeah. Um we um uh, we're we're both big fans of yours. Um, by all means, <laughs> keep keep doing what you're doing. Um, look forward to catching you at another con. Probably be WonderCon again if we can all make it there. I'm sure, hoping so. Um, but uh, yeah, you keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep following and enjoying. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for having me. It's been this is really fun and uh, big big fans of your guys's too. So it goes both ways. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks. I'm terrible with compliments. Whatever people are like, we love your work. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> oh, stop. I, yeah, that's all of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh no. What do you mean? I'm lame. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So we're all. You're right. You said it earlier, though. We're all socially awkward. Like the amount of times people come up exactly. and be like, dude, I love your podcast. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you? You shouldn't yeah, like it. Why are you listening? How yeah. dare you? Don't you have a life? Jesus. You know? Yeah. God, I know. I, I was like just having this conversation with somebody the other day. I'm like, whenever someone's like, oh my God, I follow you. I'm like, why? But thank you. Like, I'm so appreciative. Honestly, so humbled by it. But I'm also like, I'm lame. What do you mean? Well, ladies and gentlemen, so. uh, we want to thank you so much for listening. We've got three lamos who don't deserve to be followed about to yes. say peace out <laughs> and uh we will catch you next time <laughs>